right, so we are live. It looks like it says we are live uh, on the screen. So uh, we should be live in the Facebook group. I'm actually just going to bring up so uh, the Optimized Dad's Facebook group just so I can make sure that I'm capturing all the comments and everyone that's jumped in. So today, guys, um, and for everyone listening in afterwards on YouTube or if you're catching this as part of Optimized Dad podcast, today I've invited in um, Angus Love. So Angus, for those of you who don't know Angus, thank you for joining us and coming on today, brother. Really excited for this chat. Um, the other day I was uh, see I saw Angus jump on board uh, Facebook and he was doing a post and it was in reference to where he was right now with his own business but he's also just talking about the context of, of of something very big that's happening globally and and we've got this you know there's a health challenge happening some people use pandemic crisis all that other kind of stuff gus was actually talking um a little bit about um the use of the word unprecedented um which is really interesting and um and how it wasn't unprecedented what we're going through and then i was listening to facebook live that you're doing gus and you're talking a lot about um, you know, you're launching your brand new business now. So um, for those of you that are wondering how this all came about, like I just reached out to uh, Gus and just said, look, man, I'd love to get you on uh, for an interview in the group that I can use in the podcast and YouTube, all about like, I suppose about a couple of things. One is you've got an awesome backstory, which I'd love to hear a little bit of, you know, or for the you know listeners, viewers that are here today, you're a, a dad with three kids um and that in itself is a good effort um, considering mine are a bit younger than yours i can 100 yeah. well, acknowledge that and you've you've had some you know massive shifts in in career and business like you've moved from yeah. running a traditional business well i shouldn't say traditional business like i say traditional in the sense that you were a general manager of a 120 million dollar business in turnover and now you've left that in the same kind of industry uh, broadly, but you're now running. It's your own. It's your own. It's your own uh, skin in the game, and not only is it your own skin in the game, but you're launching the business right now, which yeah. a lot of people would just be like, "What the fuck are you doing that for?" Um, but I think it's incredible that you're doing it, and that was really what uh, you know inspired me to reach out. So, Angus, I'm, I'm going to suppose first start off with. Man, can you just give us a little bit about, you know, background about like the last thing, the last five years has probably been the most interesting, but feel free to go where you want to go um, yeah. on that. Thank you, Dave. Uh, and thanks for the opportunity coming on and having a chat with you. And want to say g'day to all those dads out there who are um, in the journey of, of optimising. And uh, and it is certainly an incredible journey. So I, I just wanted to, first of all, say I admire um, and honour everything that, that you do, are doing both as an individual, Dave, and as a group, guys. Um, incredible, incredible. Um, oh, thank you. If Appreciate I can help it. in any way, let me know. Um, yeah, last five years have been pretty um, pretty wild. Um, and and the, the context of the other day um, was really around this, this issue around being unprecedented times. And, and I really wanted to... Um, emphasize, I guess, the fact that that it can feel like this is such a um, such a new experience and such a yeah. challenging environment for us all. But I really, if we look back, it's actually um, quite consistent in terms of these challenges coming up, um, and it's our ability to handle this challenge and our ability to adapt um, to the changes 
um, that have to be made and that we can be made. And these times really are an inflection point where um, rapid change can happen rather than um, sometimes when things are running smoothly, change takes um, a bit longer to uh, affect into the community, into society, hey, into the economy. Maybe we need to like, I'll park that one down there to talk about like um, yep. accelerated change because there's, um, there's a whole thing around the, I don't know what words to use, but because there's been a massive disruption of um, uh, normality systems, whatever it all is, it creates this massive opportunity for um, change to happen quicker because there's less barriers around. People are more open to things, is, uh, that, and I've, I find that a really interesting point you brought up. So I'm, just yeah. going, I'm, making a note, I'm making a note of that to you loop bet. back in. You bet. Well done. Change waits for nobody. So, so you've either got to decide how you're going to handle uh, this, this issue of change. And when you have massive change, which is happening now, um, it does create massive confusion, massive anxiety, but also massive opportunity. And that's really what I, the third point, I didn't want to get lost in this journey. Um, and exactly right, um, launching a new business right at the time of coronavirus. Um, many would say, why are you taking on uh, such a crazy thing? But it's really quite normal. So it really actually creates a great opportunity um, to, for myself to, to drive the new business. But for many people, all, um, all of us dads are um, going to experience some change that we can make and some change that's going to happen upon us. So um, yep. it's really a case of pivot or perish, I reckon, um, yep. in, the, yep. in the coming weeks and months ahead. So my yeah. journey in five years is, um, as you said, yes, was with um, involved in an organisation that grew from, I uh, was already very big, um, 20 million a year, um, Aussie, uh, and we grew in three years up to 200 million a year run rate. And, uh, and that oh, was gosh, sorry, I, crazy. I said 100. No, that's all right. Sorry, it's, uh, it's, 200. I should, I should well, it, it was at some stage, <laughs> it, and, and, it, and it was was crazy times. And, and really... Um, that's where, if you can ever get comfortable with change, and um, it was a case of things were changing by the week. We were ordering um, product that we thought would last us three months, and it was lasting us three weeks. Um, and then we were growing communication, all of the pressures that that um, we all face, either in a work environment um, or even in a family environment in, in constant change. I guess everybody living in the same house trying to work out um, how we coexist yeah. doing what we would otherwise be doing outside of the home and then how we can keep the, you know, the communication channels working, which is a, a real yeah. challenge. Yeah. But yeah. Um, really, I got to the point, I've, I've been a journeyman up until um, really about um, two years ago where mm. I've been predominantly corporate-based, um, yeah. chartered accountant by training, uh, really searching for a, for a cause um, and really embracing a creed that I felt, um, you know, I was attached to at a DNA level. Um, and I've worked for so many great organisations, uh, great companies and great people, but it's somewhere along the line with each of those, I felt there was a disconnect in, in the depth of the cause and the creed and the activity that I was doing. So yeah, um, yeah. was constantly searching and really got to the point to say, um, I have to stop this search and I have to start creating it. Um, yeah. Not right or wrong, just a, a creed that I feel completely um, connected to and attached to. As you say, I've got three beautiful daughters, um, age 23, 21, and just about going 17. Um, and we will, you know, I really wanted to be in a position where 
Um, I feel our generation, not yours, Dave, and probably some dads on on who are going to watch this, but my generation. Um, not that much you know, older than me, are you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, some days in the warehouse, it feels like it. It's um, <laughs> it's a. Uh, we we um you know we've we've had been given the responsibility and the mm. honor of um uh looking after our earth for for our time and yeah. um and i think the scorecard for us as a generation is probably not as great as it should be and so no. um my passion is is i want to leave our earth and our world in better shape than in which we inherited it yeah. and um i want the next generations to be able to look back and say you know they you know, they, they made some positive changes and advancements in, in yeah. how we coexist on this planet. So that's really the cause and the connection that I wanted to, you, um, to do. And so can you can you tell me, sorry, and I, and I, and I will jump in, like, if I hear something really yeah. interesting. So yeah. that, that um, often when we go through, when, when we make change in our life, you know, I know I've, I'm always referencing, you know, men and dads and all that kind of stuff, particularly as we get older, um, the biggest challenge I see is there is a, is there is a, this reluctance to almost assume a new identity because we've become so connected to one identity, and and that's kind of like ingrained in us and how we've been brought up over you, you go back hundreds and hundreds of years. It's like identity is everything to men, and it gives us something to connect to, um, because we you know emotionally we struggle to connect to other things, but my identity well that that gives me that that allows me to talk to something. It gives me it validates who I am as a human being and allows me to bring certainty to situations. So you've you've you know shifted your identity in a in a big way. What was did you have to go through a process or was it simply trial and error or did you have a um, an epiphany one day <laughs> like what? You obviously had a, a, a deep sense of care going on inside of you. Yep. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, I wouldn't say it was a blinding epiphany that that happened. It was. It was more of a slow drip. Um, what it was yep. was the combination of um, multiple attempts at trying to find my tribe, my cause, um, the thing that would drive me um, every day that I felt really connected to. Um, yeah. uh, and uh, what happened was I I experimented. Uh, I was not happy at some places, um, and it was my not fitting in. Um, yeah. And I decided, you know, moved to try and find um, a place that um, suited me better. And in my scenario, there were some great places, but um, I just really got to the point where I realised. Um, I've got to, in some way, shape, or form, create it. Now, some people can do that within an organisation, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, I'm not prescribing that everyone's got to go out and and blaze their own path. It's just that, um, really, this you know coronavirus is a great example of where, in the industry that I'm in, has been operating largely the same way for 50 to 60 years, only ever had minor changes, and this is going to cause a major change in how the industry operates thinks, acts, and operates yeah. every day um, yeah. and and really is a great opportunity to, um, one of your words, is, which is accelerate the the impact that we can have and become really more mainstream. And that's that's really what I saw. I, I felt that um, things needed to change and was prepared and, and I got organised for change before this, you know, major event happened. Um, uh, and it's it's just served me better because I you know there's more people actually aware 
of trying and doing different things now than ever before, which is what I love and which is sometimes is lost. You know, it, it's like the, I often, I'm talking about just down from where uh, we live, there's the what I call the tale of two restaurants. Two restaurants that pre this um, major event were busy, were operating, were full, you'd had to book to get into them. Um, and I went down the street the other day and one of the restaurants is flat chat and the other one is closed. Um, yeah. And, you know, both restaurants had a fully, a, a full diary of bookings of customers. So they had phone numbers and contact details of largely all of their customers um, and, and decided, look, how are we going to get through this change and how are we going to change to get through this event? Um, and they they turn their staff from waiting in the restaurant to driving and delivering. Um, yep. <clears throat> and in fact, in fact, some of the constraints that they had in the in the um, in 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 their restaurant, which is actually uh, the seating capacity of the restaurant, was removed because their kitchen capacity was larger than their seating capacity. So they're doing better. They're doing better yep. now yep. than yeah, they were, true. and yeah. and really not prepared to. To take that step pre, you know, pre this major event, and the other uh, restaurant is closed down, obviously waiting for, um, hopefully, some confirmation in the future that they can reopen. So, yeah. you know, the 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 same event happens um, on us all. It's how we respond and react, um, uh, both reactively and proactively towards that. You know, as yeah. as yeah. the late great Jim Rohn said, it's the yeah. it's the setting of the sail. You know. Every, it's um, the same wind blows on us all. It's it's how we choose to set our sail that um, really is going to determine the destination uh, and the type of journey that we're going to head. So uh, it's all about green and growing, or or are you ripe and rotting? You've got to pick which yeah. one you are and 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 decide where you're going. So oh, quote bombs galore. There so, we go. Quote bombs galore. Clearly well-read man. Clearly well-read man. <laughs> so um, now you. you you've had more of a slow drop off okay cool like i'm i'm kind of like you know it's kind of like a bowling ball bouncing down the gutters till eventually you hit the strike right kind of goes boom boom you're in that broad lane of serving of wanting to have an impact you feel um very deeply connected to uh the the environment and just you know and, and global sustainability and then you know you get to you know your point right now where, well, not the point right now, sorry, because that's we, we're going back. We're getting you got to the point where you're like, right, I'm now going to move into the market with my own business. Now, that was about 12, 18 months ago, was it? So it's yep. was that about right? Yeah, yeah, eighteen months so ago. Yep. Come come up with the idea, and the various things that happen in creating and building your own product, um, yep. everything from marketing name, what's our values, our DNA, all this other kind of stuff. Um, how long does that that process take? I mean, I know it's probably like how long is a piece of string, but like, what what was that like for you? Yeah, um, great question. Uh, I, I guess I was lucky in my journey to this point. Um, I had the opportunity to participate um, with in a number of, of organisations um, in planning, development, growth. So, so I had some structure. Sort of the 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 side gutters were formed for me um, uh, in terms of where where not to go um so but um like everything you you know the you, you know life doesn't come with a manual so you, you you've got to start um working out the the pages yourself and and really um what i did was try to pick a um you know for the want of a better description a north star or a driving cause 
and ensure that everything that I did on a daily basis, so I could easily visibly connect directly to that cause uh, and that drive. Um, so the, the cause is wanting to ensure that we are giving forward to the community and to uh, the environment. Um, really to, you know, as I said before, to see that our, you know, we can leave our world in better shape than we inherited it, which is largely, I see quite um, very synergistic with optimised dads. You know, we, we, unfortunately, as dads, you know, when we, do, when we became fathers, um, Emmanuel didn't come with it as well. So, so we have to navigate this journey and, um, and, and the, the power that you bring here is the fact that, um, We've got two choices. We either decide we want to go through and make the mistakes ourselves or we try and learn off those uh, who have come before us and made the mistakes and allow us not, uh, you know, to avoid some of those mm, mistakes. But mm, but mm. we're going to get there. So the gutters What's and the, the lanes were um, formed. So what, and I'm sorry if I, I'll keep jumping in because you're saying so much good stuff. Um, when you say that, like, um, particularly for men, um, the the you just mentioned a really good point there about um, – like you know, not taking information or guidance from others that have been there before, because yeah. there's uh, like we're probably going to drift through a different few different planes here. But like there's a there's a level of ego, and what your level of consciousness and development is that's that's going to open that up for you. Now, um, you're either going to get that or arrive at that place through realizing that okay, I've got to be open to this to make it happen, or I'm going to experience a, a really um, huge amount of pain. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like it sound like you sound like you've always been a person that's been predisposed that way, um, or was it? Did it gradually evolve? Because you talked about the manual, like there is no manual. Yeah. Um, the deliver, yeah. the, you know, create that level of openness to help you get to where you are. It's yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I you know, in my twenties and thirties, um, I thought I didn't need a manual. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I thought I had it all in terms of the core knowledge, and it was, it was. Uh, and I, you know, to my um, own weakness, you know, I, um, you know, I thought I was strong enough, big enough, brave enough, smart enough, um, fast enough um, to do it all myself, and um, and and you know, to some degree, even brash enough. Um, yeah. And and I, I guess in the journey, I've realised that's a crazy slow way and painful way of of learning. You can grow and you can get there, but oh, it's going to be slow and painful. And um, and, and what I have um, learned through experience and through observation and through mentorship too, um, uh, and a large part of it is, is, is through mentorship of, of um, uh, being able to see the, the storm clouds ahead uh, and avoid the storm. That's, that's um, hugely valuable to me. So um, there's been many, you know, many people and many instances on that path to do this. Yep. So... Um, doesn't mean you're not going to get wet, but it uh, means you 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 avoid the the worst of the storm. So yeah, um, you're still going to get wet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so so in the journey of the business, it was so I knew the fundamentals. I knew to build a plan. I knew you know to do the yep. research, due diligence, yep. do some SWOT, Understand you know, do all the, the business based stuff. But yep. but um, you you still got to you know build up the you know the courage and the conviction and. And I certainly haven't done it alone. You know, don't for a second. Um, oh, no, you know, don't pretend no. that it's it's a it's a weight of experience and knowledge I carry with me. And um, and being able to harness, I know you know pre-launch having some chats with you. You know, you've been instrumental in in guiding me in the in in getting to this part as well. So it's it's really important that um, you you have to take that on board. Um, I'm not a follower of it. I'm a student of it. 
Um, yeah, that's so I want to, yeah. I really want to, I had to take it, learn it, get it, and then decide how I was going to apply it rather than just be told this is how you go and do it. And so yeah. um, it was really that journey away from trying to be a follower of making all the right decisions to being a student of, of what works. Um, so that's, that's really what got me to. It's a very know, good to, subtle yeah. distinction. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Of, between the follower and the student, that's really, really powerful. Yeah. Really, really powerful. Because um, yeah, we can follow and follow and follow, but the student is 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 it implies that you're consuming knowledge, but you're there to learn and, and obviously grow. And yeah, go, and, and, evalu and evaluate what what um, works for for each of us and what doesn't. So, so yeah. it's um you know that's what the student does is 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 values all knowledge but then um, can apply the relevant knowledge to the direction uh, and the journey that they want to take. Yeah. So you've gone through this process. You've done the you've done two levels of assessment. You know you've done the standard um, Harvard Business School review of market opportunity for for better part of a word, and then you've done the okay right well like where does this sit with me emotionally spiritually all those kind of things and. Yeah. Um, and you've arrived at the place where it's we're now like you've got the name pro pro pray pro 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 yeah beautiful so for those of you that are like you know listening live or watching the replay like i can remember like having coffee with a guest that must be like 18 months ago down at dy yeah. like we live in sydney the northern beaches or um uh, uh gus is over in the uh, upper north shore but we live in the north shore for a better part of a word and it was basically in its infancies infancies of its where it was but can you tell us a little bit about you know, I, I mean, the two two things. One is just tell us a bit about what ProPay is, and and I and I particularly love the the business model in terms of what it does. Um, you know, if we, you can explain to everyone the connection to sustainability, which is really important. Yep. And then I just want to just jump into what's it like at um at the shop front, uh, which is your warehouse. <laughs> um, like right now, like you know, in in the middle of what's happening. So. Tess, let's well, so part one is let's let's focus on ProPay, what it is, what you're doing, and and how it, I think the the back end part about what it's what it's doing on a on a sustainability and environmental part level is really important. You bet. So um, I launched uh, ProPay, which is a French word for clean, uh, and we provide two ranges of products, um, Squish and Scoop, and they are environmentally friendly, highly effective um, cleaning products for the home, the office, um, uh, you know, caravan, you know, holiday home, whatever you're doing, um, that are great value compared to all alternates today. I would argue, you know, probably even saving you a good deal of money. Um, uh, and it, obviously environmentally friendly and safe. Uh, and in the journey, we contribute on behalf of all of our customers towards a giving forward cause. Um, and for us in the company, that is for being footprint free or carbon neutral. So for every dollar uh, of product, so that's um, you know probably our leading product multi, um, we um, we uh, contribute on behalf of our customers a dollar for them to be footprint free, and we are protecting, extending the Daintree Rainforest in far north Queensland, and we actually connect our customers to the actual trees that they're saving and protecting from just using these products, which are necessities around the home. Um, and, and so uh, at the moment, we've protected effectively about 10 football fields worth of rainforest. We, um, that was rainforest 100 years ago cleared that we have now um, clear, replanted with um, the seeds from the Dane tree. We collected those seeds, planted them about five years ago, 
and now it's about um, 50 foot tall trees and rainforest around it. So we've got, um, we've planted 200,000 trees. We've, as I said, we've um, allocated out about uh, five football fields worth of natural rainforest, which is so cool because now um, we're regenerating and re-extending the tain tree back to where it um, originally was and naturally should be. There, oh, sorry, they're the lungs of the earth and, um, and uh, the best way to ensure that we can um, again, connect with leaving our world in better shape for the next generation. So we are losing a football field's worth of rainforest every second somewhere around the world. Oh, imagine wow. that. Can you imagine the number of football fields of rainforest we'll, we'll lose yeah. just through having um, this chat? And so um, it's, it's most of that is um, caused by man, obviously not all of it, but most of it by man and most of that is illegal because... They're looking for uh, a way to generate an income and, and survive. And so, you know, we want to uh, make a change and, and re-educate that. And so, and the other part of ProPre, which is um, I'm really excited about, is that I also want um, dads to, uh, one, reclaim um, some money and finance and income, um, but two, something more valuable for me, or I think is more valuable, is actually time. So, um there is the opportunity. We obviously um, have customers that, that use our products, but our model also is one where um, people can get involved and actually promote um, and um, distribute and sell the product. Um, yeah. And that way it creates a, a another alternate income and yeah. for some it will become a primary income um, and free them up from the traditional, you know, eight to late or... I know in your days it was probably seven till even later yeah. <laughs> you know, work-wise. So, um, yeah. you know, free them up to, you know, do more, spend more time being a dad. Um, is really so, um, so you've got, um, oh, there's so much, so much cool stuff in there. Um, and what I found really powerful about the, the business and the product you're doing is a lot of us, know that's important to, to you know to support the environment to do all this other kind of stuff but um we we have that feeling and that desire that needs to happen but then we we kind of get a little bit lost in the vacuum of like well how do we actually make a difference right yeah um yeah. and let alone we all have well our lives are maybe a little bit less busier right now because of <laughs> things slowing down um and then when we don't really know what to do, we don't take any action, but it's not because we don't really care. We're just like, oh, man, I just don't even know how, like, and all the whole, I, can I even make a difference comes into play. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. It was, um, so let's, so let, the, the recent bushfire appeal was, was probably a classic example for me, whereby when, when there's an offering, when there's an opportunity to allow the community to participate, they, there's no shortage of people that want to make a difference, that want to contribute. Um, they're obviously busy living their lives. So yep. if there's a way that they can quickly, simply, easily, effectively contribute, they'll go and do it. You know, she raised, what, 50 million odd in about three weeks. Um, yep. You know, when, when those relevant, um, you know, agencies, as honourable as they are, you know, wouldn't have probably raised 50 million in 10 years. And so it was because it was effective, the messaging was clear. It was simple and easy for the population to participate, and they did all around the world. And so Footprint Free is, is around making that. So somebody within 60 seconds can work out what their carbon footprint is. They can decide whether they want to pay their environmental rent. Um, 
uh, along with the other rents in their lives and then live carbon neutral or footprint free, but we connect them to the source. So you actually see the trees that are breathing, living and working for you and minimizing or neutralizing your footprint. So yeah. Yeah. easy, simple, effective way to do it. So Yeah. 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 So, you know, you're giving people, giving people an opportunity to to be able to tick, like I don't mean to say tick the box and it's like it's not um, relevant or they don't care about it, but I, th- I think people are just looking for a way where they can go, cool, like, okay, great, well, I can I can actually feel like I'm contributing. And at the end of the day, like I've got to buy these products. Um, and then, you know, secondary to that, like which is hyper relevant right now because there's been this huge disruption to how people earn income is your distribution model is direct to customer so that gives you you know obviously incredibly great pricing um great loyalty style programs that i know that you're really passionate about yeah really like um rewarding the customer as as part of the you know direct um direct sales uh or sale to customer model um versus you know, making making it making it more difficult to get the customer. You know, uh, feeling like they're a loyal part of the and valued part of the whole experience. Definitely, yeah. So, the, so what I what I felt as a customer um, in in many instances is that I'm attracted initially to the product, but yeah. I determine whether I stay um, as a customer, as a loyal customer, more for the experience um, or leave for the experience. So. The experience, the customer experience is as fundamental as the quality and the functionality of the products that are involved. Um, and there are many instances that I've I've had that a, a wonderful experience as a customer and, and a crappy experience as a customer. And you, you think about um, your favorite restaurants. Yes, the food is, is awesome, but it's probably also the fact of the experience that you're having going to that restaurant, enjoying and eating there um, which contributes to your drive to go back and and be a returning loyal customer. Um, yeah. The food is a given, you know, it's got to be good. But um, over and above that, um, I think, in, in uh, you know, when we're talking about pivoting through this crisis, I think customers want three things. They want a great product or a service, yeah. whatever you're in line of business. They want a great experience with that uh, service or product. And they want to contribute to a cause that's connected. Customers yeah. now are looking for more than just the product or service experience. Um, they're looking at what's the contribution and difference will I be making as a customer mm-hmm. by using this product or service. And so those people that are making that um, three-way connection is, is re- I think, are really going to drive forward going and what um I've I think you remember I remember you explained this to me, but also the so where I like I feel um and this is just more like we're talking more about marketing now and customer experience um for those of you that are listening that are interested in this kind of stuff um you know you get your like let's say you get your electricity or utilities bill and they've started dabbling a little bit in this like on the back of the bill they might have a little something about you know you're contributing to blah. Um, the, the there doesn't seem to be a really no one's doing a great job of making it really tangible um, because we want to we want to see the impact now because of the access to technology and everything like that. It's like you know it's like I'm picturing you know like I'm I'm regenerating this forest in the Dane Tree for instance, and there's like literally a webcam there. <laughs> like admittedly, it's going to take twenty years to grow back. Okay, but but it's it's just 
I don't know, like things where you go, okay, cool. Well, that's that's what that's what we're connected to. I mean, there's beautiful segues into social media and things like that, where um, you know organisations can be in the field demonstrating the use of the money that is being offset through the products. Going, look, this is where we are. Like this is plot number one six seven in the day tree, and yeah. this is what we're growing. And that's what we do. We actually give our customers the GPS coordinates of the actual tree. Oh no way! That, that are there. <laughs> We've taken go. video. Uh, we will have live cam, um, yeah. <laughs> and we um, we actually have greenhouses there, which we uh, um, propagate the seeds. So we collect the yeah. seeds from the Dane tree, um, and then we go and plant those um, uh, seeds into, and then create um, you know a wonderful rainforest using local indigenous uh, labour. So they're getting skilled up and trained uh, to protect you know the rainforest that that you know is theirs before it's ours. And, uh, and and really, um, you can even go up and visit your trees. So we've got a, a base camp there where where um, people can go up and see the difference. And in 20 years, I'll tell you, so it's been five years. Um, the primary trees are now 50 foot tall and the secondary trees that grow for hundreds of years are now coming up underneath that uh, protective canopy. So it'll be less than 20. So it's, um, oh, it's the, um, it's, uh, it's and that's the, the secondary and tertiary benefits, isn't it, of creating, like once you start to create a rainforest, there's all the other kind of things that flourish from it. Yeah. So now let's just talk about like what's happening right now. So um, as I said at the, at the start of this um, interview, I um and I, Angus and I already know each other, so it wasn't like I, I stumbled across this you know incredible man, um, but he, he did do a really good Facebook live around what's happening for him right now, and in business. So, tell us what's um what's what's it like in the in the in the behind the four walls of a business that's launching in the middle of what I would say ninety nine point nine percent of people would see as not a time to launch a business. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, and that's. It's really interesting you say that because it's actually, it's a really interesting thought process. So um, the time you want to be launching is when 99.9% .9 of the people have no desire to be launching. Um, yeah. Um, because uh, let me tell you, the and I'm, I've, I feel this directly in the warehouse because I'm pick packing and shipping. <laughs> yep. So um, what I thought I had was around three months worth of stock for launch. I'm actually, yep. I've got about um, six weeks worth. So it's running about twice as fast as that I, I had planned with all my planning knowledge. That's that's gone out the window. Um, the it's 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 awesomely challenging, um, but it's awesome awesomely fulfilling because it's demonstrating that um, in this time when we think we there's so much noise, there's so much anxiety and angst uh, and issue. I, I I'm having more people connected wanting to participate. Um, and and are actually interested in looking. There are more people looking for what you're doing, whatever it is you're all doing, guys. There are more people out there now looking for what you're doing, but they want to see something different. They want to see something. So whether if you're in the building industry, if you're in a corporate, you need to be thinking about how can I change to add some value to the experience? Because your product, I'm sure, is already good. So it's it's the experience that you want to change because um, what what um, some of the big organisations of the world are, are demonstrating is is that when customers get a good experience, they will share that. So the customers start doing the heavy lifting for you in terms of growing your business and and expanding. It's not new. It's not a new story or a new phase. But what will be new are the innovative ways in which we can enhance that experience. 
and people yeah. are looking for that now. Um, and that's what I've tried to do. So in the business, yeah. so we we're a direct to home. So we remove people having to carry this stuff from the local shopping centre. It's it's more cost effective. Um, yeah. It's environmentally friendly. The products um, they're highly effective products. Doesn't matter yeah. what price they'd be if they weren't effective. So yeah. Um, and and it's contributing to a cause. That's what yeah. customers are looking. Those three things: product, experience, <laughs> and cause. Um, yeah. And so whatever it is you, you are in, I um, encourage you to really think about, um, you know, what are some a few different things that I can do? You know, not wholesale changes, but what are some different things, you know, some one, two percenter changes that will add to the experience, not just add to your product or your service that you deliver, but add to the experience. Once somebody has already said yes to you, how do you make and enhance that experience? That's that's where organizations are really harnessing their customers because traditional business bricks and mortar um, will never die but um, it's the the mass market is changing so we went through the innovator and early adopter phase of uh, online purchasing and buying you know over the last really you know five or six years that's the first 13 14 percent of the population this event has caused what I call crossing the chasm that um, is a is a great um, business based concept in terms of the growth cycle into the early majority. This is the next chunk of a third of the population that wait to see what the innovators and the early adopters are doing, but then get on board with it. And this this event, this coronavirus has caused the, the majority of the population to work out how they work from home, how they live from home, how they exercise, how they're doing things very, very differently, and they're looking. And we're all looking, learning, observing. You know, we just played with some friends, a game called Kahoot, which is like a, um, I don't know if you've played it, yeah, an online, um, it's like an online pub trivia quiz that we all Zoomed up together <laughs> as three different families and all playing yeah. on our mobile phones, pub, pub quiz. It was just... Fantastic. So um, this is what the market is doing and, and yep. this is where change is happening. So um, this is the time to embrace it. Um, and as I said, there's no manual, so you give it a go. You try yep. stuff, um, test, test, get the feedback, test and measure, you know, test small, measure quick and then and then drive change. And then in, in what you're doing, you know, then accelerate once you get the formula that works. So, you know, I tried this product. I had a few people test it out. Um, then I had enough and it's like, let's go, you know, it's time yeah. we've tested, we've measured, we made a few adjustments and then yeah. now we're out there rocketing, but it's, yeah. it's, it's startup phase. So it's, you're talking to the mailman, the warehouse guy, yeah. the customer yeah, yeah, service. Yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, so like I, like I, I we're going to get to the top of the hour pretty soon. So I'm just going to, I'm probably pre-framed. This is one of my last questions for you. Just so then we can wrap it up, um, uh, uh correctly. The um, tell us a little bit about because I know you've you've had a, a great background in, in coaching and leading people as well. Like what kind of like process you know you're going through on a daily basis, or you have been going through um, that's allowed you because everything's momentum, right? Like you, if you're maintaining momentum, that means you're always taking some kind of forward action. Now, when we're not taking that, that means we're you know we've got fear, lots of the wrong kind of things happening you know up here. So usually when I'm whenever I'm speaking to anyone that's like doing something, they they typically um, have got something that they've got as a foundation. Like tell us a little bit about like if you could share with everyone like what what are you using to 
keep the ship going. I, I use, and this you won't be able to see, and if it makes any uh, sense to any of you later on. Yeah. So um, think of this as a wheel. So and you divide it down the middle yeah. and and across. So I have work. Uh, there's four sort of areas, four chunks. Yeah. There's work. Yeah. There's play. Um, there is love and there's soul and and um and each of those four um areas have um different internal factors so if this was a clock and there's you know there's 12 hours each little pie has a certain section in it and so what i've tried to do is gain balance across those four core areas of work play love and soul and and work is things like your you know your career your current work environment. What can you do in your current work environment at the moment? You know, your career and then your professional development. That would be the, they're the three things I have in my work chunk. Um, and then the other, in, in play, you know, I'm an outdoors guy, so I love my surfing, um, you know, on the northern beaches. Uh, what, do I, what can I do for some fun and then some hobbies and interests type of things? And they're, they're, the, um, they're the three over here. Um, and then soul is, um, you know, I'm talking about mind, body, and spirit. Um, and so what I found was I, my wheel originally looked a bit like this fella. So it wouldn't roll down the world, you know, down, if you were driving on this wheel, uh, it'd be a bit clunky. So, so what I try to do is what I call smoothing out the wheel. And, and that's just whereby I have to tone back some things like I'm committed with work and I can get buried in it. So I have to pull back on that um, and then spend some time working on some other things down here being uh, often it's my body in terms of doing the right exercise and, and ensure I'm eating well and doing that stuff. So I try to smooth that wheel, bring some back in, move some out in terms of um, how I rate myself, obviously rating one to 10, you know, one right down in the hub of the wheel, um, yeah. you know, right in there, 10 is way out there. Um, yeah. And so I have, to, I have to work on all of them. Um, and everybody's, you know, factors inside that wheel will be different. So I guess it's getting balance. And, I, and for me, um, you know, I, I, I try to wake up every day and ensure how am I going to make this wheel run as smoothly as I can with all of the events that will happen through. Yeah. So, yeah. so there's, a, there's a real intention on um, each day not allowing the day to run you or being consciously yeah. aware, right, if I don't get clear about what I do want, what's going to come back into play is old patterns and behaviours that yep. are not going to propel me forward. They're just going to keep me stuck. Very much so. Very much so. And, and, and the beautiful thing about being, if you do the prep and you're aware of, of the wheel and you're aware where you're short and you're close to the hub or you're long and you're, you're out, like for me with work, I, I can see those warning signs and, and those red flags early and be able to deal with it. Simple, simple yeah. equation is a hard close, you know, of the office. You know, I will make a decision, you know, some days of the week, I'm going to leave by, you know, four o'clock, um, irrespective of what's there, um, knowing that, you know, the next day I'll have committed that if there's stuff that has to get done, I'll work back late. So trying to get that balance um, and prep that balance means you're, you know, you've got a better chance of getting close to hitting them. Do I hit it? Very rarely. Um, I'm all my wheels always clunky somewhere, um, yeah. but I'm constantly working to try and smooth that wheel, and that's yeah. that's that's served me well. So it's it's a it's a, always a deliberate um, focus on getting those results. Yeah, mate, that is um 
it's it's man it's been an extraordinary couple of years for you um and i'm sure it's got an extraordinary couple more like i mean it just sounds like right now like you're you're just all guns are blazing full steam ahead um and can only see like growth and opportunity for what you're involved in right now so um guess man i'm going to wrap it up there like in respect of your time i know you're busy and um uh, we could obviously sit and talk for ages um which you've got to be mindful of there'll be no varnish left on the coffee table um Mate, just want to say massive, massive thank you for um, making yourself available today, sharing everything uh, on on the interview. If you're listening to the podcast, hope you get a lot of value out of it. Um, please do check the comment section on YouTube and the podcast, and also the Optimist Dad Facebook group. You'll see some links in there uh, to um, ProPay, which is the company that um, Angus has launched. If you want to find out more about that, and I'll um, I'll also have a chat to him about his um his resources that he's using as well and and uh just chuck up a little little template of that for everyone to have a look at in the comments as well man but thank you so much for jumping on brother i really appreciate it thank you dave thank you guys all there the optimized dads and you got any you know feedback or you got any questions love to help you out in any way i can and uh, yeah, uh line it up here we go yeah.